Welcome to the Chasing Success Podcast. Chasing Success Podcast. The podcast for anyone looking to achieve success. If you're looking to learn, grow, and impact the world around you without sacrificing happiness, this is the podcast for you. Now, here's your host, Zach Wright. Hey everyone, it's Zach Wright from Chasing Success Podcast. If you can't tell, we have finally upgraded our microphone. So thanks for sticking with us through those first 12 episodes. This is episode 13, and it's something that I wanted to talk about because as I reflect on how I started and and how I got to where I am today, it's not where I want to finish, but I have made leaps and bounds if you really think about it. I started my actual corporate career in 2016, and there were some key things about that situation as well as one of the startup situations that I'll tell you about in this episode that helped me gain a different mindset and approach compared to other employees or compared to some of my colleagues who are either still in the same position or they just haven't grown and and had a catalytic career like I have. And what I'm really talking about today is thinking ahead with strategic planning. Now, I know that sounds fancy, but what I'm really getting at is how can you think forward while focusing on the present? That's the key thing, right? Whenever we talk about executives or CEOs or just really high impact employees, what we're talking about is they think ahead they are able to see the big picture while executing on the short term and keeping the long term in mind. Now, if that sounds like a lot, it is. (laughs) But in this episode, I want to kind of break it down and tell you how to do this. First, I want to start with my very first corporate position is the staffing firm that I've talked about before. And as as I reflected on this for this episode, I thought about how it actually helped me develop this skill. So it's not something that you're just born with. You can actually develop this. And what I'm talking about is, whenever I first started working at the IT staffing firm, I was given the Blue Cross Blue Shield account. Now this account at the time hadn't been worked for about a year. So the confidence in that company for Blue Cross Blue Shield was extremely low. And they had a third-party system that they used to navigate any type of positions that they wanted, right? So what we had to do as my position was navigate that third party to really become a solid vendor for Blue Cross Blue Shield. And I don't know if I'm able to use their name or not, so I'll I'll just keep going. And if I can't, I'm sure I'll get flagged. (laughs) But as I went into that position... I looked at it as exciting because one, this was an account that used to be successful. It wasn't as successful anymore because it it was neglected. So it gave me an opportunity to come into a new situation, come in with a new opportunity to build this back up. And what I had to do is what this topic is about is I had to think strategically. Now at the time, that's not what I was calling it, but I had to think about how I was going to make this account successful. And the reason that I say that this helped me was because I kind of had a really laid back manager at the time, whenever I first started. She was kind of into her position. She was very hands off. 
a lot of people didn't know anything about that account so i had to read the actual vendor's guide right so that's one of the ways that you can think forward is understand the process understand what it takes to be successful in that specific position for this one i had to understand all the guidelines from the vendor from the third party how to interact with these people what type of characters or or, or candidates that they needed and the more that i learned the better i was able to learn on areas of improvement which is what really helps me stand out if I had to pick certain things. I'm able to go into an organization, learn as much about that organization, and then provide specific insights on how to improve it. Now, we can go into a different episode on that, on how to acknowledge that and understand and, and grow within that, that, that frame. But what I'm really talking about here is gaining an understanding enough to be able to have an idea of what the future could look like, right? Whenever we think about Steve Jobs or Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos, uh, Marissa Mayer, uh, Sheryl Sandberg, all these people have certain qualities about them where they're able to think ahead but execute in real time. So with that Blue Cross Blue Shield account, it allowed me to start thinking like that. Now, I wasn't as reflective as I am now, so I can't say that in that time frame I was saying, okay, this is a great opportunity to learn how to strategically plan and become an ex executive over time. That's not what I was thinking. What I was thinking was, I wanna be as successful at this position as possible. I wanna make this account as good as it once was. Um, Unfortunately, I got pulled off of it because our we had organizational changes before I could actually make that happen. And it was right when we were ticking that 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 box where we were turning the, the stage of, of starting to actually get people to be hired for them, which is very tough in itself. But I digress. <laughs> um, so the second part of this is I want to talk about how a startup company that I was working for before in the very first episode I talk about how I was laid off by then but just because somebody lays you off or you have a bad ending experience doesn't mean that you have a bad experience the entire time there was a lot of good people there there was a lot of things that I learned and that's what I'm going to talk about right now this was a regulations technology company that I worked for based out of Charlotte North Carolina and in that specific role, it was a very new company. Now, it had been around for a, a few years, but you could tell that they didn't necessarily have a process person in there. I was hired as an operations analyst where I was tasked with basically coming in and improving the processes. You know, that wasn't necessarily the description that they gave me, but I could see a lot of areas that needed to be fixed. Now, could I have done that without my Lean Six Sigma certification and that type of mindset? Could I have done that without having the account that I did at the IT staffing firm? I don't think so. Even though I am process oriented, I think that I had to have these things compound onto themselves for me to see and think this way. So as I entered into this position, 
I could see that there was an issue with onboarding. So one of my first tasks was to clearly define an application tracking system or an ATS system. So my staffing experience really came into play there. I noticed that we didn't have templates for sending candidates either auto responses or sending them updates on follow-up. So if they were gonna apply for this position, thank you so much for applying for this position. Our team will review this and if you're a good fit, we'll reach out to you for an interview. In the meantime, look at our careers page. Things like that, right? These things didn't exist before I came in there. And I tell you all that to tell you that no one was telling me to do these things, right? And that's what I talk about thinking ahead strategically. And what I mean by that, I guess I should go ahead and break this down since that's, since that's probably gonna be the title, is whenever we're talking about thinking ahead with strategic planning, we're identifying the things that we need to execute on to make this a successful venture, to make this a successful position, to make this a successful company, whatever the case is, right? Department, organization, whatever you want to call it. That's what we're really talking about. Now, some of the questions that you might be ask, asking is, or, or things that you should ask, are what needs to be accomplished, right? Now, you can only do this or you should only do this, I guess you can do it before, but you should only do this after you've already gone into the job, you've learned as much about the company as possible. And I mean going into the internet and downloading documents that might be years old to see where the company has been and then download current documentation to see where the company is. Talk to people around you ask them what are the key areas that they want improved, right? And you don't have to be an operations person or even a manager. You can be an individual contributor asking these things. Now, play the field, right? You wanna, you wanna understand the audience. You probably don't wanna go to the CEO and say, hey, there's some issues here that I think that we can really make better because right now they're terrible. You wanna be able to play the game and speak to the audience, right? So again, I digress, but I think that is important because if you don't know your audience, you can really turn off the key influencers that you need to be in, 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 your, in your court, right? So let's jump back, right? What are the things that you wanna ask yourself when trying to think ahead strategically. The first is, what needs to be accomplished? That is, is just an open question. What needs to be accomplished? And the way that you can really break this down is to write as many things down as you can see that would be helpful for the organization. So, what needs to be accomplished? The, the second thing is, why do these things need to be accomplished? Now what you're doing here is you're taking that long list and you're breaking it down. You're breaking it down into the things that matter the most. And that's one of the things that is a struggle for certain people is prioritization. If you don't think about it as identifying the priorities, then you're gonna be trying to do so many things that you're gonna end up not doing anything at all 
right? So that's number two. Why do these things need to be accomplished? And you'll, and you'll find that you're going to start crossing off some of these. Or you can keep a backlog. And a backlog, if you're not familiar, is just a running list of things that you're not necessarily going to tackle this month or this quarter or this year. But eventually they need to be tackled. So keep a running list so you don't forget these things and you can bring them up at a different date. Now, the third thing that I want to that uh, uh, the questions that we want to talk about is how do these things need to be accomplished? So really, this is almost like a brainstorming session. And you might think that a brainstorming session, you need tons of people. You can honestly do this by yourself. How do these things need to be accomplished? And when you're thinking about these, you're looking at the list that you have. So it's not the first list, it's the second list after you identify why do these things need to be accomplished. And as you're thinking about how, you have to think about your resources. What resources do I have to accomplish this, right? And, and what you're going to find is some you might have all the resources that you need, some you might need an influencer, and I'm not talking about an Instagram person. I'm talking about an influencer, a key stakeholder in the organization that's going to help guide you in the right direction or really be your sponsor or your champion that helps you get this tackled, right? So think about that. Also, the how is something like a timeline. It's the specific steps that you need to take to make sure this is feasible, right? Because especially if you have a team, if you're a manager and you are asking people to do something, but they don't have the right resources or you don't provide them the right resources, then that's just a demotivating thing for anybody to ask. Think about the last time that you had a manager that asked you to do something and you looked around and you're like, wait, hold on. I, what? I don't have these resources. I don't have this skill set. I don't have whatever the case is, right? You, you felt lost. You felt probably on an island by yourself and you just thought that they were setting you up to fail. Maybe not intentionally, but that's how you felt. And in some cases, that might have been such a bad experience where you left the organization. So as you're going through these things, and especially if you're a manager or a leader, make sure that you're thinking about how other people will feel, right? And then the last part is after how do these things need to be accomplished, you say, where do I start? And this goes back to prioritization, right? What is the most impactful thing on this list that we need, that we need to accomplish this quarter? And I'll give you a tangible example of how I do this. So at, at IMEO, I create objectives and key results just like I help the company that I work for create objectives and key results. And part of that is establishing the high level objectives, right? And the, and the objective, just so you know, is the what. What is it that we're trying to accomplish? And then the key results, which is the next level, is how are we going to accomplish this? This probably sounds familiar to the questions that you're asking or that we talked about asking yourself. And it's very intentional because we want to know what it is and then we want to break it down into how we can achieve that. Now, the step that I take that most people stop on after that is 
I actually have a spreadsheet and I know some people don't like spreadsheets. You can do this on a notepad. You can do this on Asana, uh, MS Planner, Trello, whatever you use, uh, a daily planner. You can do this, but what I do is I take the OKRs and I break them down into actionable items. And I break it down even more specifically. I start with categories. So I have four levels of categories that I know that are gonna improve this organization this quarter. I keep it quarterly. And from there, I take those categories and I break them down. So just for example, I'm head of set up, uh, sales operations at the company I work for and one of the things that I know that I want to do is I want to improve the data that is presented to the regional sales managers. So what I want to do for that is I want to make a dashboard that is clearly understandable, clearly readable, and clearly accessible to the reps, to the sales leaders, and to anybody else that wants to look at that to understand what is going on in the sales organization, right? So the overarching category would be data and analysis. And then the key details of what I'm gonna actually do in that quarter is I'm gonna work with marketing ops to help create a dashboard in Salesforce. And it's gonna include calls, emails, meetings, pipeline, and actual opportunities in the pipe now. So that's just one example, and that's the only thing, right? Then I break that down into, okay, after I create this dashboard, what needs to happen? Well, I work for a video company, so I'm gonna create a video and get that dashboard out in front of people. I'm gonna work with the Salesforce admin to see if we can have this sit out daily. Because before I created, because this is actually something that I've already done, before I created that dashboard, I was working on sending out data manually each day. So this actually buys me back at least 15 at the most 30 minutes a day. But if you calculate that, that's about two and a half hours a week. So not only does it help bring transparency into the organization, it buys time back for me. So you can see the benefits of thinking ahead strategically, right? And this is also something that we help with at my company, IMEO. It's a business coaching and consulting firm. And we help our clients develop these processes because like I said at the beginning, it's not something that you have to be born with. It's something that you can actually create and develop, right? It's a skill, just like you train your muscles, you can train your mind, you can practice these these things. So just as a recap, because I hate podcasts that just, <laughs> they have a really good title, but then they forget that that was the title. And then you walk away saying, I mean, it was okay, but like, what was the actual actionable items that I can take away? So here we go. Overarching goals. What needs to be accomplished? Why do these things need to be accomplished? How do these things need to be accomplished? And where do I start? And just a reminder, before all that happens, you have to understand the company or if it's a life goal, you have to understand why this matters. So this is a key 
topic, a key skill that you need to have to make it to the executive level or at least the leadership level. Because whenever you're a director or or a VP, and especially an EVP or or an executive leadership team member, you have to know how to develop a game plan or a strategic plan for your department your leaders and your people. And if you don't, then you'll never you're, you will never make it to the executive level. So I hope that this episode is helpful for anybody who is chasing success. Obviously, that's the title of the podcast. And if you have any questions on this, shoot me an email. Z right Z W R I G H T at imeoconsulting.com. Or if you want to check us out on Instagram, my handle is Zach A Wright. And that's really the iMeo company page. I'm a solopreneur, so check it out. Reach out to us. Let's work together. Um, Same thing. iMeo company. You can find us on LinkedIn. You can find us on Facebook or iMeoCompany.com on our website. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.